Booze and books may contain boozy language and themes. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, it's Lindsay and Kristen back for episode 44. This month, since it was February, we thought it was kind of fitting to just do a rom-com, romancy type book for the month. Um, So we did On the Night Like This by Lindsay Kelk. So we definitely went more on the rom-com-y side than um, like your typical like straight up romance. Um, And then we also picked uh, some Canadian wines called Impressions. So we'll go into that a little bit in a little bit here. So this episode is called Impressions on a Night Like This. I like that you, you said it questioningly. <laughs> Mainly because I was like, as I was saying, I was like, is that actually the title that I read last night? So, okay, it's Impressions on a Night Like This. Sure is. That's the title of the episode. Um, but yeah, so uh, as per norm, uh, to see what we're reading for the month, um currently reading in general a booze for drinking all that stuff um you can follow us on our instagram page at boozeandbooks.podcast um or our personal ones lynn uh lynn.said l-i-n-d dot s-a-i-d or kristen.shu s-h-e-w uh to yeah just follow us on that too (laughs) sorry i got distracted I read the first sentence in the about the author at the back of the book. <laughs> that kind of threw Ooh, me off. That's fair. That's fair. That is fair. Uh, anyway, so those are uh, so yeah, definitely check those out. Um, and yeah, that's all I got for the beginning part of our normal slew <laughs> of things. Apparently, you guys are in for a treat today. I am like all over the place in my mind, so yeah okay so wine wine we love it it's going to be an interesting episode since we picked up so we like i mentioned we're doing impressions by um i think it's i think that's actually the winery it was really hard to look it up i have still yet to find like a website for it I was only able to find it on like Vivino yeah I think they came up on something else too um like house like cellar tracker and stuff like that oh yeah they are on Instagram oh perfect I think nope just kidding. Liter- it's literally wine impressions. Ooh. So that's not hopeful. <laughs> impressions. Which is really weird. Are they like another <clears throat> winery? Yes, no, maybe. It was very confusing. Honestly, everything I looked up, I was like, I don't know. So I just feel like they're like, I don't know. A smaller winery? Yeah. 
like very small. Hmm. But yeah, interesting. So I'm gonna go based off the fact of what we got on here that the actual winery is called Impressions and they're in the Okanagan Valley. Yes. I have no clue what BQA is. Um, it's like like the 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 area of uh, Okanagan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, JK, um, when you see VQA <laughs> Ontario on a bottle, um, it means the wine is made from 100% Ontario grown grapes. The VQA stands for Vintners Quality Alliance. So in this case, um, it would be. BC Vintners Quality Alliance in the Okanagan Valley. So they would be okay. like um, 100% probably Okanagan. BC wine, BC grapes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, fair enough. Um, so <laughs> we're going to have an interesting choice today. So Lindsay and I, when we drink whites, are not sweet wine drinkers. Um, we more like she definitely likes more dry, right? Yes, definitely. Yeah. I'm more dry, medium, I guess. I don't know. Usually I just, my parents give me wine, I just drink it. <laughs> so it's rosé. It's, they're more of a dry wine drinkers too. So, well, I drink Pinot Gris and stuff. So that's kind of got more of a sweet tinge to it sometimes, but. Let's just put it this way. When I drink the white wine, it's never like, if it's got some sweetness, it's not like at the forefront and it's not like, mm -hmm. oh my God, this is sweet. It's yeah. just like a little bit. So it's not like overpowering. Is that, yes. I guess what I'm trying to say? So that makes sense. Um, so yeah, definitely both not sugary wine drinkers. And this white is going to be interesting because it's a Riesling Gewürztraminer, totally kind of butchered that one, but uh, yeah. So this is going to be very interesting. My bottle did not really get chilled because I just got uh, yeah. the wine today. So my wine glass is literally in a, a, a bowl with ice with the wine glass <laughs> in the middle of it to chill it. Nice, nice. <laughs> so. It's been chilling uh, for almost uh, 20 minutes since Lindsay and I started talking. <laughs> so that's one way to that my mom had pointed out to me one day when I was freaking out that I didn't chill the wine fast enough um, to do. So hopefully that worked. Oh, yes, it did. The wine is nice and chilly. Nice. Because I, like I feel like for this wine, it's going to need to be yes. cold. I don't think it would taste very well. good warm. So yeah. Okay. I'll pass the buck over to you. Okay. So I guess we're going to start with the Riesling Gewurztraminer and it is from 2020. So a couple of years. Um, Christian already touched on like where these wines are from. Um, this one has some stuff on the back. So it says, an impression is an idea, feeling, or opinion about something or someone. It can evoke emotion and influence 
oh, it can, sorry, it can evoke emotion and influence our memories and choices. Impressions wines were created to stimulate the senses, wines with character and finesse made to leave an imprint on your special occasion. Um, and then it says in particular, this Riesling Gewurztraminer opens with citrus, tropical and floral aromas. It's medium bodied. This wine is fresh and lively with good balance between fruit and acidity. Palette is bright and flavorful and showcases some nice pear, grapefruit and lychee complements of the Gewurztraminer, um, followed by a nice clean finish. It pairs well with Asian cuisine. Um, this already has made a nice impression on me. I, uh, I feel like I'm gonna not hate it uh, based on that description. So here's hoping, maybe, oh, fingers crossed. <laughs> um, oh no, sorry. Um, I'm intrigued by this tropical. I know. Uh, uh, aroma. Ooh. It doesn't smell sweet. Like it doesn't smell overly sweet. I think this isn't gonna be that sweet, I'll be honest. It smells very I guess similar to like a Pinot Grigio. Yeah, like I guess reason it's not really that sweet. No. The usually is. Yeah. I get a, a tiny hint of it, um, but um, uh, it's nothing too crazy. Um, it's kind of a nice um, coloring, though. So. Yeah. It's like a, it's, it's definitely more on the yellow side, but it's like not super like it's not very light. Um, it looks very similar to like a Chardonnay, kind of. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I definitely smell the pear um, and like a tropical kind of fruit, like almost like a pineapple-y kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Um, it smells like fresh and fruity, exactly like it said on the bottle, I guess. It's literally smelling it smells exactly what the bottle says. Um, but the pear and like the tropical um, uh, uh, it's definitely, I, I smell that portion is what I'm trying to say. Anyway, um, I shall try it now. <laughs> I do agree though. It smells very like nice and like fresh. Like yeah. I smell the citrus and I smell more like the floral aroma. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um I don't know why. I did not expect it to taste like the way it tastes. Um I taste like the tropical fruits, like I taste like kind of a lot of pineapple in my mind. Like um just like very like Pineapple. I'm trying to think what other tropical fruits exist. I have to say, after you said pineapple, I feel like that's the only thing I taste. <laughs> yeah, right? Maybe some, like, papaya or something like that. Mm. Papaya. Oh, a second taste isn't bad. Okay, so it's not as sweet as I thought it was going to be, but it's... Um, a little bit more on the sweet side it than is. I would yes. probably prefer, yes. Yes. Um, uh, yes, very much agreed with that. Um Mm -mm. it's smooth though I kind of wasn't expecting it to be smooth yeah um 
Yes. Um, it is not bad. I'll be honest. It's not bad. Um, I bit of the acidity but it's definitely more sweet than acidic um and fruity that's kind of where i'm at with this um it's a pleasant surprise because i thought it was going to be just like very sweet and sugary and i wasn't going to like it um certainly not up my alley in terms of like the normal wines i would buy um, but I can definitely see it pairing well with Asian cuisine. Like it said, like, um, like a lo mein dish or uh, sushi, I feel like it would go really well with, um, um, trying to think what else. Yeah. I kind of weirdly want to pair it with like ginger beef. Um, I don't know why that came to mind, but, um, it's kind of like, like super chilled tastes like it would be really good to just chill on like a really hot summer day yes yes exactly um yeah I don't know like if I this is kind of the type of wine I probably wouldn't be able to drink more than one glass of at a time um uh I definitely cold is better because I it mine's quite chilled as well right now and I I appreciate that um I mean overall for my expectancy of what it was going to be like I am pleasantly surprised um probably for myself wouldn't buy it again if I had a friend that liked Riesling um it's kind of a fun little like change up for Riesling um without being too sweet uh overall though I'd give it like 3.25 out of five I'm just trying to find. I'd give it. Mm, I'll give it a three. Okay. It's fair. It's but fair. I did look up. So I was looking up the wine, but it was like on Google, it was like, what's the difference between Riesling and Gewichterminer? And I was oh, like, yeah. Traditionally, Riesling is intended to be sweet to balance out its acidity, although some modern varieties are drier. Gewürztraminer can be dry, but often is made sweeter. Dryness depends on the winemaker. Um, despite its sweet tropical aroma, tasting heavily of lychee when ripe. Oh, okay, the lychee. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't think, like... That I do smell now. I forgot about that. Hmm. And now that I'm thinking of it, I taste it. So I'm just trying to see if there's like a huge difference. But I think there. Okay, so reasoning is about verbosity often with a hint of mineral and whether sweet or dry usually has a crisp finish. Gravitaminer is lusher and richer with a silky, silky or oily texture and best have firm, dryish something. Mm. So. I do kind of taste like it after I like have a sip, 
it feels very dry. Like it's leaves a dry aftertaste, I find. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Well, and like, so the rating on the vino is actually 3.3. For it. Okay. I don't remember what I paid for it. Do you know what? <laughs> no, I literally paid for it. I like feel like it was like $20. Was it? Maybe, maybe $18.99. Maybe okay. with it. I think the no, I didn't either. I think, but I know total it wasn't too much. I think it was um I think the cab Merlot was like 21-ish, and I think or 22. Um, and then the this Riesling um was like I think it was like $19.20. Maybe. That's not that bad. No. Definitely not bad at all. I wonder if you yeah. can Google. I tried. Liquor Depot. How much I did you tried. But yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. Like, I'll probably finish half the bottle today. There we go. <laughs> Goals for the day. Woo! Let's go. I definitely... I don't know. Oh well, I'll probably. Hmm. I'll I'll slowly drink it. Maybe won't have more than the glass today, but I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. That's you never fair. know. But just trying to see. Um... Oh. Okay, this impressions one that I found on Vivino is not the right one. This one, the one I looked up that's 3.3 is like, oh. it's, it's the winery's impression, but the region's Germany. <laughs> oh, just kidding. So that makes more sense because they're like saying pork, shellfish, spicy food, curry meats and stuff. But it does actually say that it's like citrus with like some green apple. My God, this wine really is hard to find. I know. I like searched everywhere. It's like brings up other wines and it's like, I don't know. Well, yeah, because I thought I got it, but apparently not. Well, people, if you're trying like to find it. it, you're just going to have to go find it. Like legit. Okay. You, I'll okay. We'll move on to the red. Uh, did you look up on Vivino the Cabernet Merlot? I did. I was able to find it. So yes. Okay. I'll leave that one to you since I can't. I don't want to try to find it. Okay. Um. All right. So the back of this bottle. This one's a 2019 vintage. Mm. So uh, the back of the bottle. Uh, has the same like impressions did you say yours was a 2019 yeah mine's a 2017 interesting oh really yeah well I guess it'll be interesting to see how (laughs) well they taste for the difference in ages yeah but yeah um mine's a 2019 but yeah like the back says like the same impressions like little note but um the little part about the wine specific says impressions Cabernet Merlot opens with a ripe fruit aromas 
complements of the Merlot and follows through on the palate with structure and complexity provided by the full-bodied Cabernet. Each flavors, or sorry, enjoy flavors of plums, bears, and a hint of spice pairs well with aged cheeses and grilled meats. Ooh, that sounds yummy. I definitely sound, or Ooh. agree. Hmm. Oh, let me just put that how I feel about the smell, personally. The, hold on one second. I'm having an earphone issue. Please hold. While she deals with that, I will, uh, I'll, I'll give my first initial thoughts. Um, smells kind of smoky and like plum or like a fucking, what are they called? Like a dark cherry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking too, uh, I think it's going to be a little bit more acidic than I would prefer just because of the Merlot, but, um, oh, I think I'm back. That was Perfect. weird. That was weird. Well, my left earphone just went completely dead and I was like, let me figure out before both go dead and I can't hear anything. <laughs> Rude. So. <laughs> okay i yeah the smell's not fantastic i know it's a little like gives me flashbacks to like drinking like i don't know merlot in university and that's never a good thing like barefoot ew no i thought i had a little bit more of a refined palate than barefoot university but like <laughs> But like not great. I don't even know what kind of was my go like apothic. <laughs> yeah, I, have, I haven't really ever had apothic, but yeah. <laughs> You're like sure. Seems seems the same. Like I can kind okay. of smell like the sweet berries, but then it gets overpowered in the smell by something else, and I don't know if it's the spice that I'm really smelling mm. feels more like it's like a tannin or something Ooh. like yeah like that type of thing that's like coming out and like sometimes they don't smell bad but sometimes it's like not the greatest yeah because yeah like I smell the sweetness of like some type of berry plum like kind of thing and then all of a sudden like after I smell that it kind of like then walks into something else right I, I feel like there's quite a bit of smoke to it that I'm just like, mm. like I could see why it would pair well with like grilled meats and like the pot roast, but um, yeah, there's almost like a tan in there that I like, that's giving off Isn't an acidity to it. Yeah. That's what I think is like throwing me a little bit. So yay. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, it's an interesting choice for right now but um yeah so the so the color is dark just trying to find a light to hold it up to um when I hold it up to light it's very much a nice deep ruby red yeah. not like super dark um so like
cab, I guess, or Merlot is also pretty dark in color too. So fits with it. Apparently my entire situation with my earphones, just, you know, wants to be a jack So <laughs> it's now cool. we're using my, it's cool. Now we're using my speaker off my phone. So hopefully it sounds okay. <laughs> yeah, it does actually. I knew in my bra, so it's closer. There we go. Okay. Let's try this. Oh, it definitely tastes like... It's kind of sweet. It's not super sweet, but, like, you can taste the berries and the plum. But, like, it's got, like, a... Holy cow, I taste the plum, like, so much. Yeah, and then, like, I can... Guess it's like the smoky. I don't really get the spices so much, but well, I guess it's a hint. It feels. I agree with the smokiness though. Yeah. Right. Um, the plum for sure is like what's prominent for me. It's less acidic than I thought it was going to be. Um, a little bit more smooth. Yeah, it's more smooth. I do taste the plum, and then like. A hint of like some other type of berry. I don't know if it's cherry though. It's almost like a, weirdly, I want to say a raspberry is what I'm tasting. Yeah. Or strawberry. I feel like it's more raspberry though. It's a little tart, just a tiny bit tart. Um, Yeah. It's like not, honestly, I did not think it would be this sweet. Like it's not overly sweet, but I didn't anticipate any sweetness um yeah so uh yeah it's like interesting the smoking part of it like smoky tiny bit of spice part of it I like um I yeah I just don't know I probably would not buy it again no no I don't even know if I'd buy this for another person I'll be honest (laughs) I was like literally trying to think of like what friend of mine would potentially like it and I can't think of one. Yeah. Um, so I probably as well would not buy it for anyone else but um, I would finish drinking it. Definitely. Okay, fair. I would cook with this. Like not because I don't love it but because like I feel like it would be really good to cook with. Um. I can try cooking with it tomorrow because I'm gonna make myself steak tomorrow. So we can try this out. You should. And like we make that red wine sauce. So nice. I can try using it in there instead of uh, the other red wine. So we can test the theory out. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Well, even this like Riesling of it, whatever. uh, well, no, that one's a little too sweet to really use for cooking wine. Usually, I know. Use Chardonnays. Yeah, it's a little drier, for sure. So, never mind. I'll just drink it. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. It'll be consumed one way or another. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, or maybe I'll. Yeah, I'll, mm. I'll figure it out. Holy fuck! Yeah, I don't know. I um, I'm giving this Cabernet Low a three out of five. Not even three, like. I like the Riesling actually more than the, the cab. So it's just not. I like the equal. Yeah. I'm going to give good. it a three too. 
I automatically yeah. was like thinking three. I was like, eh, I'm not gonna give it more. Yeah, like, I just. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> not great. Fair, they're kind of like eh, wines, right? Like they're not horrible. They're not the worst ones you've ever had. No, definitely like, not that. Honestly, like that one wine we drank what november two years ago or (laughs) over a year ago i'll never forget that that like gilmay or whatever shit oh yeah (laughs) oh my god i couldn't even drink the wine for the podcast that's so sad honestly that's when you know it's bad yeah like so for me personally that wine was super bad and I ended up having to just give it to one of my friends because I was like I can't drink it hopefully you can <laughs> that's fair Anyways, I was like yeah I was I I forgot to ask her thinking about it now if she actually ended up liking it but yeah <clears throat> also I've had yeah so that was like I think the worst one that I've ever had for this podcast this one's definitely not that bad that's this fair. is even better than barefoot when we did barefoot. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not going to ever buy it again. You said it's better than barefoot, right? Yeah. Better, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, honestly, for me, barefoot was probably one of the worst ones we had. Yeah. Mm. Well, I remember that we didn't even really finish tasting the uh, um, the Merlot one. The cabin, the Pinot Gris, we were able to at least consume yeah. yeah it's shocking that people do like barefoot though like we we harp on it a lot but like they still make it for a reason oh yeah definitely I'm like super intrigued to have like someone that I know buy like those xoxo wines and stuff and like the stay calm or keep calm ones yeah just so I could try it, but I feel like it's like they're like the same person as barefoot, and I feel like they would Garbage. be like bad. But I'm just intrigued to know. But I don't want to waste my money, even though they're like 10, 12 bucks. I know. <laughs> well, and they would be cute, like like decorations after, because the bottles are cute. So it's like, you, like buy it and keep it as a decoration, I guess, and like use it as cooking wine if it's terrible. Well, I guess you buy like vases and vases and stuff like yeah, that like exactly. 10 bucks. so I guess you get alcohol on the top side of it so I guess it's not that bad if you think about it just buy the, buy the wine from the bottle and just figure out what to do with it and like liquid on the inside it, yeah exactly that's fair because like those XOXO ones are pretty cute the bottles I know they are definitely they knew what they were doing with this they were or they did they keep calm ones i'm just more intrigued not so like i don't really like the bottles but i'm more intrigued to see how bad it tastes that's also (laughs) fair definitely also fair Uh, we're horrible but it's it's true though like when you go to the wine stores you just kind of like this is like made for the people that are like underage drinking i feel like yeah that's true not that true. underage drinking is acceptable to anyone. Don't, don't do listening. that again. But you know, just like I guess a very unexperienced palate is yeah. what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Cause yeah. <laughs> don't learn. Hey, totally off topic a little there, but 
this uh impressions wine was subpar i guess compared to the other ones we've had but this is the second one of the year and i'm trying to remember what i gave the mayhem wine i actually still have some of the mayhem uh red wine i have to say like it was good for a little bit but then i'm like it was not a bottle i like could consume myself Mm, that's fair that is fair it was just because it's not good enough for me to be able to drink a whole bottle in one sitting yeah so i this cabernet merlot is going to be like unless i use it for cooking wine it's definitely going to be that i don't think i could even use the mayhem so right now we're not really sitting pretty for uh, the first part of the year no we really aren't which is kind of sad not gonna lie yeah at least we have like what 10 more months that is true i was gonna say yeah. eight more months and i was like oh wait <laughs> <They're just cold. laughs> uh, but either way we'll see where it goes next month but this month eh. yeah but eh. i think the book was at least better than subpar oh yeah same like i i liked it um I, it was a slow burn for me though like it took a while for it to like get interesting and also i was really fucking confused as to what was happening because i was like i'm like halfway through the book and I feel like nothing has been solidified in this story, but, um, but I liked it. Like I felt like really enjoying like the storyline and kind of what like the characters and the writing, it was fun. Like when I think of it, I'm like, it was a fun book and it was something I needed to like, just enjoy. Cause I've been reading a lot of like, continuously as we know thrillers um and so I'm like happy that it was something different that's kind of my initial reaction I really liked um Fran as well like as a character so I just thought it was a it was a fun book yeah I agree like so like before Lindsay and I started the recording I was telling her how I actually like finished it days in advance for this podcast <laughs> which is not how it normally happens sometimes I like read and finish it like right up until we start recording the podcast so you know <laughs> goals anyways so um I actually like started it one night like after I got in bed and I was just like reading it and you know I figured I'd get going and then I'd leave it but then I was just like got to a point about an hour in um and you're like over 100 pages into the book you're like this is getting intriguing enough that it captures your attention to be like okay well do I really want to end it right now because it seemed like we're getting to this point where I need to kind of know what's happening yeah because you read the back of the book you're like okay like she you want to know like it doesn't tell you exactly but like you're like okay she's helping a famous singer on a yacht but then you think that like it's going to be like boom she goes into this 
job and then boom she's at this like ball thing and then boom she's like dealing with this like guy situation but it was more of a like you said a slow burn and then all yeah. of a sudden all the shit was happening and then like you're like how many pages is left and like how is this guy gonna like come back into the situation and you're like there's like however many pages like 30 pages left or something like that and you're like seriously like how is this gonna like end kind of felt like um kind of like a hallmark movie yeah yeah totally that's because like everything go like if you if anyone ever watches hallmark movies like they have commercials in it so they're two hours but an hour and 45 like give or take a minute or two shit usually happens at that point where someone either gets annoyed pissed off runs away whatever happens at 145 and then you're like well shit there's like 15 minutes including um commercials for this movie to wrap up so then you're like okay well what the hell so then like the whatever happens and then like within like what the last like five minutes they like get back together or something like that that's kind of what I felt like in this book that's fair yeah I definitely get that not saying it's bad and like sometimes like slow burns and stuff like it's an easy read so you're not really fully like noticing it maybe as much but you're definitely through the book going like I I kind of had maybe a different impression of how the book was going to go too yeah that's fair definitely fair because the ball description them being on the boat for so long I wasn't expecting and then the whole ball, the ball was just so over the top. I was having a little hard time imagining it. But mainly because every time I pictured the scenes, I was like, this just seems so ridiculous. <laughs> I like pictured it like um, the Met Gala, in my, but like obviously like more like extravagant and like 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 whimsical not whimsical but like they had all this stuff like this this like carnival and like all this stuff I was like that seems really unlikely but all right um but yeah I pictured it like the event of all events like in my mind I was like oh this is the Met Gala so like everyone who's anyone is gonna be there and like that kind of like type of event I guess but but you're right like in terms of like what was offered and what was going on I was like this is like a weird like mix of like EDC like just with all the different things you can do not saying that it was like a rave but like all the different things there are to do um and like explore with like the Met Gala all in one and I was like there just seems like there's too much to do like how do you get it all done in one day well, and how big is this like they're having it at the hotel yeah, like, how yeah big that's, is so this hotel? that's so true too like it's because <laughs> in my mind I'm like picturing like them going to like different areas and there's like this area and that area and then like they keep going and there's like all this food and all these performers and all these like attractions mm-hmm. and then there's like um fucking rides and shit and you're just like what um so yeah, oh, yeah it's so the ride. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like it's so in my mind, I'm like picturing it like a tented EDC, <laughs> like that yeah. size. But you're right. I'm like, it's at a hotel. Like, how is this? How is this existing? <laughs> like, it must be a massive hotel. 
Sorry, the, <laughs> the blinds are going down, so it's a little noisy. But like, oh, can't even hear them. Oh, okay, perfect. Um, but yeah, like it's kind of like one. How much land is this hotel on? Like, so, yeah, uh, I kind of got a little because like you just keep listening to it, or not listening to it. I just keep reading it, and I'm like, like I feel like there's a lot going on, like are they even in the hotel anymore like what the hell yeah um, I'm like and I think because like I'm trying to picture a hotel but like like I guess like a standard hotel in a way and I'm like even if they're like big extravagant ones I'm like still trying to picture that and I'm like I think it was just wasn't clicking that was just like how is this like possible yeah so, I was a little stuck on it and then I was like it wasn't capturing my attention as much as I thought it would for the whole gala part. I kind of <laughs> thought it was like more of the not as appealing part. I was just kind of like trying to read to get through that specific part. Right. Not really to maybe enjoy it as much. So. Yeah. Like. That's how. Yeah. I. I just um, really wanted um, like just reading it. I forgot what, like I read the synopsis kind of. <laughs> and then like, I didn't really, like as I was reading it, I was like, what is this about? I was like, I totally thought this was like a romance. I thought like it was about like kind of this one big night that sweeps her off her feet. And then like, as I'm reading, I was like oh we're going into detail into like she's now an assistant and to this like famous singer so like that aspect I think took away from remembering what the book was about for me anyway like I was very kind of like oh like that could be a book in itself just about like her becoming Juliet's assistant and I was like oh she's gonna like go on like this extravagant adventure with Juliet as her assistant da 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 but like like it was necessary to the plot of the book like for sure I felt like it could have been dwindled down for like because the whole premise was really she has this like insane night meets Evan and then like there was all like I felt like there was two plots so yeah. I guess if the overall outcome is to be like hey let's explore her life with Evan and then her friendship with Juliet great um but I just felt like there were so many changes to her. Like she had this life and then all of a sudden she had a different life and was like, I don't want to be with my fiance. I don't want to um, not take this job and go to London and um, meet Juliet and then go on this yacht. And then all of a sudden I'm stuck by myself in this hotel and then, oh, but the crystal ball is happening. So then I'm going to go to that. And then I meet like all these crazy people and it's really exciting. But then I find this guy who I instantly fall in love with. And, but I also still have a fiance at home that I haven't really broken up with yet. But then all of that ends. It's like, I guess it's kind of meant to be like Cinderella in a weird way. Like, yeah, at the I got ball. that vibe a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. like, I get that. But also I just felt like the Juliet part really took away from it because for a long time I was like what is this book about <laughs> I do agree like I had to like read the back again because I was like 
um, a little bit confused for a second. And then I was mm-hmm. like, just because it does go on for so long. Like, I can't even, I think it's like at least half or more of the book is about her and like Juliet. Yeah. And then, like, however much, like, also of her and Evan, and then, like, a small part of her coming back and dealing with her life and then getting back together with Evan. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, like, it basically is, like, maybe, let's say, 50% her and Fran, or her and Juliet, 40% her at this ball, and then, like, 10%. (laughs) the like the small town situation yeah that's so true like both at the beginning and then at the end well and like it kind of I guess like the whole beginning part like and her talking about like her past life and like how like she was an assistant and like all that stuff and she would have moved to New York Mm -hmm. but she was dating um whoever his name is and he didn't want he wanted to move back to this like where he grew up and like all that stuff it's kind of like I guess like what ifs all this right and like how she like maybe kind of deep down regrets it in her subconscious not like maybe taking some of these chances and like just being okay to settle down in like this hometown that's not really her hometown yeah yeah and giving up her career because that's true his career wasn't going anywhere his dad gave him a job and he inherited his grandmother's house kind of thing right yeah it kind of feels like she got the raw end of that stick and or short end of that stick and then it's just like so then you get that stuck in your head and like she goes through this thing and you're like okay she's going to be like the best assistant ever and then like they forge a friendship and then it like kind of goes sideways <laughs> and, and then you're just like what the fuck and then all of a sudden she's like stranded on this island with like nothing and I thought it was kind of funny because like the hairdresser was like the fairy godmother of being like you're going to the ball right <laughs> right yeah (laughs) like all this stuff like she would have never done it if she was left her own devices but like yeah like yeah it was kind of like fairy godmother situation and like she goes to the ball and then it's just like going through the motions of like the whole being at the ball and like all that stuff right so it's yeah I don't know. It was like very much a slow burn going through it and it was just a lot of detail about being on this boat and being an assistant. But then maybe it's partly her coming to the slow realization that via Juliet that like her life with whatever his face is like isn't what she wants. And she had to go through this experience with this Juliet person to kind of, like, realize it, maybe? Yeah, that's true. Like, it was very, like, coming of age. Well, not of age, but, like, kind of realizing, like, what she actually wants. And then she, like, has a whole situation. And then, like, 
even though she's still engaged, she's like meeting this guy who she connects more with. Yeah. But yet, yeah, I don't know. It was a good book. It's not my favorite one of Lindsay Kelk. Like, um, she's got like another couple of books that like I love a lot. She wrote the single girls to do list. I tried making like all my friends who was who became single at certain points to read them. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause I was like, yeah, because it was kind of like the main character was someone that like was constantly in relationships. And then she like broke up with this guy and like kind of like made a list of things she needed to do to kind of like find herself again and like be single and like herself. And couple of my friends I felt like were in those positions at certain points in their life so I don't think one person really read the book at all but she's not much of a reader but I like definitely recommend it to like pretty much everyone that kind of like goes through breakups and maybe isn't the most independent person yeah that's fair or maybe was and then lost themselves and kind of has to find their independence again yeah I know that's fair one of my friends definitely did had that happen to her, but yeah, I definitely like recommend it to people. And then she's got like another one that's like about a photographer that's like a three book part series. That's pretty good. Oh, okay. Yeah, like at the end of the book, uh, there's like all of her like other books she's written. And I was like, oh, some of these sound really cool, but she's got like like a lot actually. So uh I'm interested to kind of read them this one was like I like that it was like like you said it was fun but I also found it just like really easy and like I was pretty engaged throughout the whole thing where I was like oh I like actually am excited to wake up and like read it like I didn't find it was like oh trying to get through this book type deal so in terms of like romances I was like yeah I definitely read more from her so I'll have to check more of her out yeah like you ever want to read like obviously like mine are all paperbacks but um definitely you can borrow them if you want yeah it's the girl the girl series it's about a girl what a girl wants a girl's best friend those that's the three book series about like um a girl that's like a photographer or maybe she's not the photographer I don't know she's in that no I think she is photographer and she's like in that realm that she yeah it's all about that stuff fair so like um I've heard good things about her I Heart series which I've never oh read. yeah they they talked about that at the end and I was like oh that sounds cool because it's like I Heart New York I Heart London I Heart Paris I Heart like all the like major cities yeah yeah oh yeah and like yeah so like I don't know considering the fact that like you and I read a lot of um uh fant or not fan well last year if you looked at things we definitely didn't read like any fantasy but typically we read more we stick to like either thrillers or um teen fantasy or fantasy in general more specific thrillers and like it's just kind of nice to throw these like like kind of like romancy type books in like yeah. like 
I like to call them chicklets because to me they're not like really like romance romance like nor roberts kind of stuff but um they're like romance books for like our age group yeah yeah exactly they're light they're easy like i read it in like two hours and a half like it's just easy read you don't have to like think too much in it you're not like constantly guessing like what who's the killer what's happening or like fantasy books you're like okay trying to keep a track of like all the different names and like yeah. the different areas and like all that stuff so like it's just kind of like nice just like read it and like it like obviously like you have to enjoy the book and like this was one that was actually really good so I quite enjoyed it yeah. um I also did relook up the book from last month where we thought it was a teen fantasy it shows up on indigo under teen fantasy but it's also tech but it also shows up underneath the regular fantasy section because it actually is regular fantasy oh okay that like, it, is, it literally makes more sense <laughs> yeah and the author actually commented on her post saying she's like it's definitely not <laughs> not teen fantasy yeah <laughs> <laughs> which makes so much more sense because the amount of uh, stuff in there but yeah I was just like yep definitely a thing so (laughs) I did have to look that up again because I was talking to someone else about it I was like I was like I swear to god I saw it like posted in like indigo under like teen fantasy but yeah it is also under their actual fantasy and it's actually categorized under fantasy not teen fantasy oh okay oh so that's probably why we liked it so much more than regular like le- legit uh so Let's yeah <laughs> that happened so yeah that's just a little update on that one but that's that's good good to know, good to know. <laughs> in case you were uh too worried about it but um, a bit. <laughs> um but yeah no i don't really have much more for this specific one no i just i like on Goodreads, I gave it a three out of five just because, like, like I I liked it. I'm not gonna like like lose sleep over it, but <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I I liked it, and uh, I would absolutely recommend it to other people. I just like I reserve my four and five ratings for like books that are gonna blow my mind, really. So like. A three for a romance is pretty good <laughs> in my books, is what I'll say. So sorry yeah. for my romance, our romance listeners. Um, it's not that I didn't think it was good. I definitely did. I just also, pref- it, romance is not my go-to. So for me, like, I enjoyed it a lot. Not be like thinking about it for years to come. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I'd give yeah. it three three point five just because compared to her other books I've read um I like them a little bit more than this one but okay yeah um I also give it points because it's just like an easy like read of just like just chilling and like it would have been like I guess like a good one to like read when you're like sitting by the pool and you need to like just have like something to read and like 
all that stuff. I think for, I wouldn't maybe recommend it to people. Like I'd recommend it to people that like to read books. I yeah. might not recommend it to people that don't fully love reading and have a hard time finding, yeah. like getting, just cause it is a little bit of a slower burn and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, totally um, agree. I definitely, yeah, I would keep it. I'd recommend it more for like book lovers, especially the people that like romance, chiclet type books. But um, did you listen to it? Yes, I did. Well, okay. So uh, there's no audiobook on the library for me to, for this one, but um, I got it off of Z library. Um, and so I just downloaded the EPUB version and then lovely Siri read it to me. Um, it was funny because like for the longest time, I kind of just didn't realize it was set in London or like in the UK. Um, and of course, series, I have her in like an American accent. So she's just like reading it to me. I will say this was the perfect book for Siri to read to me. I, it wasn't like to the point where it sounded robotic. It was like, I legit thought for oftentimes that I was listening to an audiobook. So um, like it was perfect for the way I had it like the way I read it essentially but um it's funny too because like I would then remember oh right she's like probably has a British accent as is Juliet and like but then there's like Evan who's American um so it's just funny like in my head because of the way Siri was reading it to me I just assumed everyone was American for so long (laughs) in the book but um but no it was like it was definitely uh one of my, if you want it for free, like don't want to buy it, go just um, download the EPUB version on Z Library and like you can have Siri read it to you or you can read it on books. Like um, I just like prefer to listen while I'm getting ready in the mornings to books. But, um, but yeah, it was like probably one of the most perfect, perfectly read by Siri books I've done thus far. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I obviously read the book. Yes, you did. You got Tractors it. Had it on for fifteen bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I contemplated ordering it for that price. I was like, shoot, do I just do that? Honestly, though, I don't think I'll ever go back to like ordering, reading, reading like actual books, which is sad because I, I love reading. Like, I love reading actual books. I do. I just find yes. I'm able to like digest and like actually get through books so much quicker um, when I'm reading or listening to audiobooks or like having Siri read the EPUB versions to me. Like it's like just the way I guess I live my life. I'm just always doing something. So like just to have that in the background is like very, I don't know, the way I get most reading done. Um, So, and I save money, so I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, I save money in the sense that I read a lot of free books off of iBooks for the probably majority and then like I still have like so many gift cards for Indigo really (laughs) so do I actually and I'm like what am I gonna like I it's so funny because like normally in the past I would have used any gift card towards books literally at Indigo I buy like everything that is not books yeah. Well, and like this one and the other one that I bought at the same time, because I bought that May Cabot one that we were thinking about. Oh, yeah. For a podcast. Um, yeah. I didn't end up using a gift card for those ones, but yeah, I've like 
however many that I'm like, hmm. But yeah, like I usually try and use those up so then I can like, you know, not spend my money. But yeah, I just didn't fair. happen to have it on on me at the time. But yeah, I usually like that's one way like save because yeah, I buy like I prefer having like reading the actual book rather than listening to it just because of um when I'm at work it's hard to I wouldn't be able to read or listen to an book read or while at work just because it's like so unpredictable about like how much I'm actually able to listen to anything oh yeah so I usually listen to sports or like um I listen to sports radio usually in the morning and then I go to like music and like in the car I usually like strictly listen to like most of the sports uh, radio mostly on like in the car or like music so I'm not normally not listening to podcasts or books anymore kind of went away from that I just listen like I guess if anything I listen to this I don't know I'm I've gone through this whole thing (laughs) (laughs) what I listen to in the car but like when I'm at home like I'll like watch tv and stuff and I'll read at the same time so yeah I do that a lot I guess I'd be like more I guess cooking if I'm like reading like I can't I do both but like if I had an audiobook I guess cooking and listening to a book would be easier but that's the only thing I can really think of that's fair because in the because in the morning I don't wake up with enough time to listen to pretty much anything while I'm trying to rush to get ready to leave the house to get to work <laughs> oh yeah that's fair I'm not a wake up with enough time to do pretty much anything in the morning except for somewhat get dressed and get my coffee lunch yeah and leave. that's fair I don't do my makeup or anything before I leave anymore I do it all at work really do you? yeah oh, well not that I put much makeup on I just put mascara on but yeah, I'll do it at work damn yeah good for you well, it's just, yeah, mainly because I don't, it, oddly, it takes enough time to, like, focus, trying to focus to put mascara on than you probably would think, but, yeah. Yeah. I, I, those are, like, five, ten minutes that I cannot spare in the morning. That's fair. Mascara. But, so, that, I, for my lifestyle, the way I go, I, it's easier for me to read the actual books. Plus, yeah. I like to, like, read. I, I know there's something really nice about that honestly I probably would tune the person out at some point if I'm not yeah. paying attention but you're also you can't listen to it and also watch other things at the same time yeah because that's a big thing of what I do I, I watch tv a lot or like put a movie on that I've watched millions of times and oh do yeah both. that's fair that's fair what I do but anyways what books have you read oh boy um I've done good this this year I'm like actually kind of impressed with my year so far because I am um oh shit I just realized um I'm like already well on my way to my goal uh okay so I read when did I finish this? Sorry, everybody. Okay, perfect. So I finished The Last Time I Lied by Riley Sager. 
Um, it was like, okay. Um, definitely no comparison to the Riley Sager's other book, which was, I'm looking to, no, not uh, Fire, no, lock every door. Um, that was literally one of my favorite Riley Sager books for sure. Um, so it was fine. Um, I gave that one four out of five. Um, then I finally finished Blood and Honey, uh, the Serpent and Dove number two book. Um, also, okay, I gave that one uh, three out of five. I lied. The last time I lied by Riley Sager, I gave three out of five as well. Sorry. Um, and that was good ish. Um, and then I read, ooh, did I finish this one? Oh, I finished that one a while ago. Um, then I've also finished, uh, oh, I'm just trying to find where the most recent books that I finished are. Um, and then the only other book I read was Hostage by Claire McIntosh. Um, I rated that one three out of five. Uh, honestly, if I could do half uh, ratings on Goodreads, it would be 2.5. It's definitely not my favorite Claire McIntosh book. It was okay. It was a thriller. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's what I've read. I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but for me, it's a lot. So yay. <laughs> nice. I have not made it super far in mine. But, um, I feel like this is not populating all of the books, but, um, I read Ink Persuasion by Carrie Ann Ryan, um, My Wedding Date by Susan Halter. Mm. Uh, where did the other one go? By Mistake by Sigal Herlich. Well, I really butchered that one. Um, where did the other one go? Nope, that's not it. Um, Going Down on One Knee by Christina Hovland. And... The Best of Us by Kennedy Fox. Oh, Mr. Mistake by Carrie Bolton. Um, I think that's it so far. Well, besides this one. yeah that's it so a little bit but I need to like put more effort into reading um so I can actually like make my 200 list this year I mean but. you still got time so don't don't worry yeah I just need to read a little bit more like put more of an effort into reading per um year or yeah. each month I guess just to make sure I'm like on point to um, make it but yeah sometimes I read more than I do
do anything else. So it kind of depends. Yeah. Another yeah, exactly. I feel like there's seriously another book that I can't find on my, like, my iPad's upstairs. Oh, the chat. Uh, I read The Catching Kind by Bria Quaylen. For some reason. Are these I, all I, romances or? Um, I'm not sure. They're uh they're free books off iBook, so oh nice okay. Most of um, them, if they're not, some of no, them. No, go ahead. Sorry, some of them I would probably say are like similar to like chick lits to rom coms to romance. I don't really the iBooks. I can't ever like the mystery thrillers that are free on there. I just can't read those. Oh, so, okay. yeah, that's fair. It's usually strictly like, yeah, the romancy chiclet type ones on there just because they're easier. Um, they're also faster reads. So when I want to like, sometimes if I just want something simple, especially if I'm watching TV and stuff, it's, yeah. they're a lot easier to read. Like fantasy yeah. is usually harder for me to, I usually have to like watch that or read the book without like anything on in the background yeah that makes sense just because of the fact that you're you're trying to digest like all the news (laughs) well that's the thing it gets very complex and there's always like a lot of characters yeah thrillers and stuff it's not that hard for me to do but definitely the fantasy ones I don't um I don't usually watch anything I usually just if anything put music on oh that's fair yeah um I, I do have something exciting. I don't know. I'm excited. It just popped up um, on my Facebook, but um, from Chapter Chinook, because I follow them. You're in the Calgary area. Give them a follow. Um, but uh, I know we both read Colleen Hoover's It Ends With Us. Uh, looks like in October 17th of 2022, she has a new one. Um, coming out from like with the same characters uh, called It Starts With Us. Um, and it sounds like it's going to center kind of around um, Atlas, who is the guy she's with when she's younger um, and kind of his story and then picks up where it ends with us kind of left off as well. So just wanted to say, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, I might actually even pre-order it, but we'll see. Wow. Yeah, I know. Big deal interesting yeah i need to read the emma hart book that i pre-ordered on ibooks um but i'm trying to find where her first one of the new series is because for some reason it's not available on ibooks so i need to figure Mm. out where i can find it um i haven't really looked into it but i want to read that one first before i read this one because these ones are different than her standard ones the oh. other ones are all based in the u.s um and this one's like actually based in england so oh, nice. she's actually well she's in Eng- like she's british and she's like all that stuff so i always thought it was kind of interesting she's like i remember reading a post from her saying that like she, she's like super excited because it's a different like speed and type of book than what her other ones have been oh yeah and, um, uh she's like and I don't have to worry about trying to figure out or like pay attention to like her American slang 
for terms. She can just use her like natural like slang that she uses. So never really thought about that, but I guess yeah. if you are a British author writing more for American Canadian like cat like North American readers. Yeah. Um, or like the characters are based in North America, yeah, you kind of need to have it like the slang and all that stuff more set for that so i never really thought about it before but that's fair yeah Yeah. definitely so so yeah and you figure out where that is so hopefully soon but what book do you want to read for next month um i don't know like i don't know if there's anything like i've seen that i'm like really excited about um yeah like I'm actually kind of enjoying not reading thrillers, I'll be honest. So like, I feel like either like a fiction or maybe like another, I'm kind of on this like romance kick. I don't know. Um, yeah. We can do the make habit one. Yeah, we should. I feel like I'm just like, I'm here for right now for the lighthearted books. Like I just want like something that I don't have to really like, that's fun. I really just want fun. That's fair. Yeah, we can, like, I got that make happy book. That was the runner-up for this one. So Perfect. if you want, we just do that one. We should. I'm here for that. Yes. Okay, awesome. Well, well, now we can tell everyone so they know beforehand. Um, do you remember what book it was? No, I'm looking for it right now. It's really, really. I could get up and go find the book, but that seems like a lot of work. That's fair. Um, I thought you sent them to me, but I didn't. Yeah, let me look in my. Oh, uh, I don't even know. How did you send me these? We had dinner. (laughs) Yeah, but oh, maybe you sent me them as like you just airdropped them to me. Probably what happened. I was reading the titles out to you um, when we were at dinner. That's why. Oh, that is why. Yeah, so I'll definitely need you to. Send me those again. I'm sure if I look up right now, I could see that. No words. There it is. I found it. Perfect. Yeah. Good thing about deleting things is that you can recover them if you need be. If it's within a certain amount. So it's No Words by Meg Cabot. Nice. Okay. So I'll send this to you right now. So yeah. all for now folks but as per norm um follow us on instagram at booze and books podcast um lynn dot said or lindsay at uh lynn dot said l-i-n-d dot s-a-i-d and myself kristen dot shoe s-h-e-w um to see what we're doing um in our personal lives and well not that we really post anything but regardless um and we will be announcing this uh, episode release in the next uh, little bit. I guess Ooh. basically when you guys hear this episode, you'll see it on Instagram as well. <laughs> We're you'll be listening to it, so it'll be released. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, a couple days later, we'll uh, release um, the announce the Make Habit one. If you guys need visuals of uh, what the book looks like and um, all that stuff. But yeah. So, um, you can also email us at 
boozeandbooks at gmail.com, B-O-O-Z-E-A-N-D-B-O-O-K-S at gmail.com. Tell us what you want us to read. We need suggestions. Yes, Even especially thrillers. if we're going down. Yeah. Especially if we're going down a road of not doing so many thrillers right now. Like, yeah. Give us another option. Yeah. We love suggestions. So bring them to us. But yeah. that's all for today. Catch you next right. time, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.